0: Meg yes welcome to the stream
1: <laughs> thank you
0: for those that don't know who you are and what you do could you give us just like a quick overview of your channel your stream, and, and your community
1: yeah so um I'm Vendrilli or Meg V also known by Amish Ace as Vlandry um <laughs> and i I build things. I build gunpla. Um, I've been building um what else have I built? I build basically plastic models. And my community has no chill. Uh, So if you come into my chat, it does get 18 plus. Yep. (laughs) Uh, And I mean, for the most part, it's just like a very chill, fun thing. We get to joke around while building model kits. I do a lot of customizing as well. I think my newest build, um, a lot of you may have already seen it, but it was Major Tomcat and it was inspired by a sticker that USA Gundam store had exclusively for a black Friday event. And um, then I kind of wanted to incorporate like more of like my cat mom energy into it. So I'm also (laughs) a huge uh, cat advocate. So my boys do jump on stream with me and occasionally sometimes a creepy crawler, like a hissing cockroach or tarantula. So yeah, that's like the gist of it.
0: Building uh building kits, uh I guess having no chill <laughs> and and family no cats. chill. None <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> and, a, and a particular love for cats, which I've witnessed firsthand while watching your stream. <laughs> so what got you uh started on on Twitch specifically?
1: It kind of went from I was on Instagram and I had a very lovely setup. Let me regale you with this one. (laughs) It was an Amazon box, uh, probably about like yay big. It wasn't big at all. And I stuffed it full of like tissue paper and stuff so that it would have like some type of weight to it. And then I would duct tape a selfie light around it, like the selfie (laughs) ring lights. Um, And I had a selfie stick that was also very very just engineered really well um and duct taped <laughs> um and so I would stream at a local card shop and I just found that I really really liked it and it was fun but you know Instagram can be kind of a smaller audience when it comes to live streaming so I had kind of already started watching people on Twitch and I'm like okay it would be such a fun thing to do Mm -hmm. to get started on twitch and to kind of you know be around a whole nother community because there isn't a ton of gunpla on twitch Mm -hmm. but i've always liked makers and crafting um and that category just kind of like called out to me and i was like you know what we Mm -hmm we're gonna try this and i am not one for editing videos which is why i don't do youtube Mm -hmm. um because i am a chaotic mess (laughs) um (laughs) and there would just there would be nothing nothing that would get done um Mm -hmm. and yeah so that's why i ended up choosing twitch as like my main platform
0: yeah how long were you streaming on instagram or or focused on it before twitch
1: Ooh, probably two years wow yeah about two years but I was waiting basically to like get my own setup and then I moved into my apartment and got a grown-up job so I was able to like start affording things and right. have the setup that I do now so yeah. I do well, miss the selfie stick and box though
0: <laughs> that's it <laughs> that is one of the best setups I've ever heard and I feel it like was, it was it was Oh yeah. Primo. You know,
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I,
0: I, I'll i say, you know, I, I, I didn't, <laughs> my, my setup wasn't much better when I got started, to be honest with you. So I think many, <laughs> we many all of start us somewhere. Can, yeah, we all got to start somewhere. When you moved over from Instagram and you started going to Twitch, uh, what, mm-hmm. what was it like transitioning <clears> over? What, what were kind of the, the adjustments that you had to make getting used to Twitch versus Instagram, especially since you did that for two years beforehand.
1: Instagram was so easy. All I had to do was just click a button and I was live. And Mm -hmm. I think it cuts you off at like an hour or something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, all I had to do was just, here's my phone, Mm -hmm. go live, we're done. Mm -hmm. Um, And you just got like one shot of me and I would have to angle it. So you would see what I'm working on. And it was great twitch was a whole nother beast for me as you found pre-stream i am not um (laughs) i struggle technically (laughs) i just struggle with tech okay (laughs) um so thankfully my boyfriend freddie helps do like my layouts and everything um so he was able to kind of configure like a whole setup as well um with cable management, because I'm also bad at that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it it was a lot. It was a lot different. And then I had to do emotes. I had to make sure that I had pop ups so things were interactive with chat because on Instagram, you know, you don't you don't have any of that. You don't have to worry. It's just you talking, and you know, like that can be fun. But sometimes you need like a little a little right. spice. And, yeah. So, I think that was definitely the biggest change is having to have all of the like animations and things and yeah. sound bites kind of incorporated into stream. So, yeah.
0: all of those little interactive parts and then all the technology mm-hmm. that it uses is probably a big adjustment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely was. There was like a learning curve. And I mean, Whew, yeah <laughs> several streams where things just failed and I'm like I I don't know what's going on <laughs> Yeah
0: yeah that, that's pretty typical. Uh, I think when you when most of us get started what was like the uh, the chat and like the engagement like compared to Instagram like how do you feel when you was it a different vibe or did it kind of feel the same?
1: I feel like chat from Instagram had no chill. And then chat came over to my Twitch and chat was like, we're going to have extra no chill. Um, (laughs) And it's, it is, it's chaotic in my chat. It's definitely, there's more viewers and whatnot on Twitch, but it's just, you know, cause it's a bigger platform and whatnot. But yeah, it's still chaotic as ever in that chat. So not much changed. I'd say that it increased. Mm. and there is more chatting on Twitch.
0: Did you did you feel like you brought cuz you cuz you said, you know, it carried over to Twitch. So did a lot of those Instagram chatters and viewers come come over straight to Twitch with you or how did that work?
1: Yeah, so that was really awesome um because a lot of my followers did. I think I started when I had like 2000 or something on Instagram. And I maybe had like 30 people that watched on the lives. Um, But they ended up because the community is so like small and whatnot, you know, we ended up getting like a lot of people come over to my Twitch. Mm -hmm. Um, And from there, it kind of just started like branching out and kind of leaked into other communities like Lego. (laughs) Um, oh yeah and yeah and you know it just kind of became this big like mixing pot and whatnot Um, but I'd say there was there was a fair amount I probably like had 200 followers within a couple months which was kind of cool because I didn't think that was going to happen I thought that was really strange and it's still kind of strange that people watch me talk and build plastic things, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: Do you question <laughs> them? Do you question them live on chat? We are just like, why are you even here?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, all, all the time. time. Or, and then I'm like, mm, why are you guys here? And then I give them weird bug facts. And we end up talking about <laughs> the Matrix. <laughs> and amongst other things that aren't appropriate to say on this stream. But, uh, <laughs> you know. I,
0: I've mm. heard some of it, so it's all Yes, it's and all there good. is
1: some... For anybody that watched a particular stream, I am so sorry from <laughs> the deepest bottom of my heart that you rated into that.
0: <laughs> how cryptic! I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know if you
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, tell tell me. Um, so, a, a, a big part of what you do is gunpla, and of course, the, uh, the kits. Mm-hmm. Tell tell me about how how you got into that and kind of your history with it
1: yeah so I wish I could share photos on here because I would show you my first build and Mm -hmm. it was gorgeous (laughs) nubs everywhere so I got into it because a friend of mine um was just like you know hey watch this anime and i've always kind of been like a leap. i love anime and kind of the culture that surrounds it mm-hmm. so i said sure i'll give it a try um and i also like older animation so anything that's kind of like 70s 80s i actually really enjoy the artwork on it <laughs> um and so i just fell in love with the original gundam i watched the entire series uh it was Really long. (laughs) Um and then from there I just kind of started steamrolling and watching other ones, um, like Eighth MS Team, uh War in the Pocket. And I kind of was just like, this is amazing. And as a kid, I kind of liked like arts and crafts and these little like uh wooden models I'd put together as a kid too. So my friend was like, hey there's model kits of these and to be honest I looked at it and said I don't know because I'm not very patient when I'm putting things together Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I just thought about it and like okay whatever I'll give it a try so I built a high-grade Zaku Mm. and I was so proud of it so proud so I posted it on Instagram (laughs) and you could just see like nubs on the shoulder parts i even put together (laughs) because i'm like i don't know yeah um and so i posted it and i remember there was two people who were like hey you should post more of this this is really cool and i was like okay and thus my personal instagram ended up becoming a gun (laughs) account and it was very just by accident it was never meant to Kind of turn into like a stream thing or anything like that. I was just like, hey, this is fun. Yeah. Um, then it just became a hobby.
0: At, at this point, how many model kits roughly have you put together since you started?
1: <clears throat> for the hobby or for work?
0: <laughs> I'd love to hear both.
1: For my personal stuff, probably it has to be around like 60 all together because I've done some like freelance commission things on the side, well over a hundred. Wow.
0: <sighs> There's any, a lot. Yeah. Well, that, that is a lot. Do you have any like particular yeah. ones that you're very proud of?
1: Um, I'd have to say my customs. I love my custom pieces. Cause a lot of them are snap builds and I'll put them in my snap build, like bucket mm-hmm. or like, um, I was gonna say Tupperware, it's not Tupperware. <laughs> um, storage container. There we go. So I put it on my in like a storage container, and I kind of am like, you know, I'll revisit this when I feel like it. But I feel like my custom pieces are kind of what I'm really proud of. Um, and yeah. those are like my horror diorama that I recently did of like a camping van in the forest. And of course, Major Tomcat. That one is probably yeah. That's my favorite, hands down.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, uh, And then I think my first one was was actually a bat, but I don't show it because I carved this mountain that looks like a pile of poop, but I was really proud of it. (laughs) (laughs) I was really, really proud of it. And I'm like, this is amazing. I took it to a competition and years later, looking back at it, I think, wow, that looks like a literal pile of poop. It was very...
2: <laughs> Chris Cavs in
1: good chat will know, too,
2: because <laughs> he's <laughs> our, he
1: wants to send pictures. Um, but it was this little tiny harrow, and I stuck wings on it from a different kit, and it was the first time that I got to airbrush. So that I'm really proud of. I've also done, like, a snow globe with a harrow in it, and then I started building up to, like, actual... Um, like uh, the Gunpla kits themselves. Mm-hmm. So I did um, like a nightingale and I hand painted cherry blossoms. I made a tree. My T-Rex diorama is also one of my very, very favorites because I am a huge dinosaur fan.
0: That's incredible to hear just about all, like also the sheer uh, variety of things that you've built, which is really cool to hear. And, and it sounds like you your experience is, is quite extensive. Which is awesome. And then to have someone of, of your uh, experience streaming it on Twitch, that's truly incredible. How has streaming this uh, affected your ability to put the kits together or, or work on it since you're, you're talking to a live audience while you do it? How has that changed the <laughs> process for you? <laughs>
1: It's so hard. I'm not even going to lie.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for for everybody that does watch me, you guys know I am a talker and you get me going on one subject and I just don't shut up. So I will sit here with like two parts in my hand and we have like an ongoing joke in my channel that, you know, like how far along are you? And it can be 46 minutes in, and I'm still stuck with these two pieces. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes when I do like um, difficult customizations, or if i have to break out say like my um like when i did major tom i had to gut the entire like head part so i had to use an ultrasonic knife and there was no way that i was going to do that on um on stream because I did not want to cut myself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I had to really concentrate on that. And so there are things that I don't do on stream and things that I do because I do like to interact with chat. That's kind of like my number one thing is I love to talk to people because like in real life, I'm not very social. Mm -hmm. Only with like a handful Mm -hmm. of people. So Twitch is great because I could just chat all day.
0: I wouldn't have known that you feel that way about socializing with others, given the streams that i've I've sat and looked on. And uh, I think that's really cool that you found like this is how I can talk to talk to people that's that's amazing. I have a hard time just building Lego, which is in my opinion, far easier to do than these kits. and i I have a hard time making progress on those while talking yeah. to chat and so i think it's incredible that you even do it on the regular while talking to people and <laughs> engaging others because i feel like because i i build some of these kits too not nearly as many as you have but i haven't yet streamed it because of my concern that i would be unable to even get through a kit or even like do a good job with it so i i Yeah, I'm amazed. I'm amazed by your ability to even do that and talk to chat.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. Sometimes it gets very hard. (laughs) And I know chat has watched me struggle before, too. So sometimes like when I need a break, I'll take like a little palate cleanser and we'll do like Lego or like the LOL bricks that I get off um, like USA Gundam store. Or we'll just do something that's kind of like super chill for me. So I can kind of zone out, but still talk with chat. Though there has been times where like, I'll do that palette cleanser type of thing and play a game or we'll play Lego or play Lego. (laughs) (laughs) We we play Lego. Um, No, we're all build Lego and I end up building it incorrectly Mm -hmm. because I'm focused on chat.
0: Right. I can I can completely relate to that. That happens to me all the time. All <laughs> yeah. I'll be I'll be building a set, I'll be looking at the instructions and then I'll get to a point I'm like what the hell did I just do? This is not right. <laughs> and then I have to go back right. like five steps or more and fix it.
1: Yeah. It's a curse.
0: <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. You're in a unique position though because it is very rare to see like model kits or Gunpla or anything like that on Twitch, uh, what kind of what kind of reactions do you get from people who aren't as familiar with it when they stumble upon your channel?
1: Yeah, so my number one thing is people like don't know what Gundam is, uh, and they sometimes think it's a transformer. <laughs> uh, I'd have to say there's sometimes when people will come in and they think that i've scratch built an entire kit Mm. (laughs) and you know i have to remind them like it's on sprues and like you cut it out so sometimes you can like take it as like a learning opportunity and you know you can like show people exactly how to do it almost like tutorial style which is always really nice to try and like get people in there and rope them on in But I think most of the time people just aren't sure what it is because when you hear like plomo or um, model building, you think tanks kind of scale modeling like that and airplanes, um, which there are a few people who do that. So I don't think that people are accustomed to seeing, you know, robots or tiny little, like, gadgets, cats, things like that, um, and seeing more of, like, a sci-fi side to it, so.
0: Sometimes talking them through, like, what it is to even put together one of these kits and actually use it as an opportunity.
1: Yeah, exactly, because, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, if people can see that it's, it is sort of simple, you just, you know, you, you, get your nippers and you cut it out, you can put it together and you don't have to do anything fancy with it, you know? Um, and sometimes it comes with stickers or, um, decals and stuff. And it's just, it's like a fun way to de-stress. And if you like building things, if, and I even say, if you like Lego too, it's something that I think everybody should try.
0: As a kid, I used to build model kits, mostly like cars, things like that. A couple planes, Ooh. and and so uh, model kits were a big deal for me. Lego was a big deal for me, and then you know over the years, I kind of stopped doing those things, and then I got back into Lego as an adult. Finding finding gunpla was like you just described. Like if if, if you like building things, like th- these kits are just awesome for that. And I think I think that's the thing when I've talk to people about it on stream when, you know, they ask how, how difficult it is. Cause I I think I've ran into people who think it's, it's kind of scary to put together one Mm -hmm. of those kids. What would you tell the, what would you tell people who are like, is it really, this looks hard?
1: So I've described it to a couple people and this might sound silly, but kind of as a recipe (laughs) and, you know, you've got your manual, you just need to follow the steps and Mm -hmm the easiest way for when like I started is mm-hmm. I would organize my runners by the letters. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know just go like a through or a, B, C, D and so on. Um, and then I would just go step-by-step step, and I would make sure to like mark it off with a pen so that I knew that I did that because sometimes, you know, you can get, confused, especially when it's your first time, but I always say wing it. And <laughs> that is I that's probably horrible advice, but that is the no. advice that I give everybody is just wing it and have fun with it. Because as long as you're having fun, like at the end of the day, that's kind of the main goal. Yeah. And you know what, if you mess up, most of the time you can go back and fix it. And you can find other ways to fix kits, say, if you break apart, well, now you get to learn how to uh, cement that part back together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I always am kind of like, you can make things, you can fail at making them, and then turn that into like an opportunity to kind of figure out how you can fix that. Mm-hmm. And then that starts trickling and leading, you know, into like customization.
0: It's very cool how you can offer uh, all this experience to your community and to anyone who stumbles upon your channel uh, do you find yourself doing a lot of like informing and and teaching while you stream it
1: sometimes we have educational streams <laughs> Um, Usually when anybody asks, a lot of people who are in my chat actually have like a ton more experience than me. um, And they've been modeling for years. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a give and take kind of thing. Like sometimes I give advice, sometimes they give advice for the most part. It's kind of more of like a hangout spot. So chat's there to not chill. right? (laughs) Um, So, I mean, there are times though where I'll walk through something and, you know, say like when I did my horror diorama with the van, Mm -hmm. I was creating like a forest and whatnot. So I kind of went step by step of how you would flock a tree because somebody had wanted to know. So Mm -hmm. I definitely don't ever mind going in depth on anything um all you have yeah. to do is just ask
0: as part of the makers and crafters community we tend to be a a pretty close uh, group of streamers mostly within our kind of sub subcategory how how was it for you finding other uh content creators who do the same sort of thing <sighs> on twitch
1: It was a little difficult. Um, I feel like when the pandemic hit, I saw more people actually come to Twitch and Mm -hmm. do Gunpla and stuff like that. But it was kind of difficult at first because, like you said, it's not something that's very common. So there was a couple people that I already knew. And so I kind of followed them and, you know they started rating other people and kind of just through rating and hosting you know when that was a thing um that's kind of how i found out about people and then joining a bunch of discords um i found like a whole little community of gun streamers that i didn't even know existed so yeah, yeah it was really neat um i really enjoyed getting into everything when I first started and I still enjoy it. It was definitely just great to kind of make that like little discovery.
0: That's incredible. Uh, yeah, it's it's very it's very tough finding streamers who do the same thing. It's mm-hmm. uh, Lego is a pretty I'd say relatively like not big, but it's certainly a sizable community and then I think of like model kits or gunpla and things like that. I I definitely have noticed that it's a little harder to find that uh on Twitch. Like how how do you how do you end up fighting other ones? Is it mostly through raids and things like that?
1: Yeah, I think it's mostly through raids. Um I do go looking because throughout the day, um, like why I'm at my my job and whatnot, I kind of like to have something in the background. Yeah. So I try to find other model builders. Um and sometimes it can be hard on Twitch. So you know I have to go to the YouTube. But um for the most part, it's just scrolling through makers and crafting until I can find somebody yeah. or going through people's like live notifications and trying to like find people who stream throughout <laughs> yeah. the day. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit of detective work and a little bit of the raids.
0: When I was trying to get into like just the makers and crafters in general. And then as you know, I'm I'm a Lego person. So it was always like a search for a while for the first several weeks, like is there anyone else doing this and i actually yeah I, i've stumbled upon uh, miniature painters i've stumbled upon uh model kits here and there but it's it's definitely tough to just find find other people doing it it's very cool that you you're you're actively looking it's always and i always personally feel when i find a new streamer that's like new to me that's doing the same stuff i always get super uh super excited <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a giddy feeling because you're like, oh, now I can like go and chat yeah. this person up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey,
0: welcome to <laughs> yeah. How long have you been streaming this? Uh are there any particular uh streamers in the same space that you really enjoy uh watching or uh in interacting with?
1: Uh, there is a lot. Um
0: <laughs> you're like
1: I, I-, I know somebody <laughs> Somebody's gonna be like, wow. Wow, thanks, mate. Mention me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But um, I feel like, uh, who do I watch the most? Um, Goodness, Chris Pabs used to stream. I don't know if he streams anymore, but Mm -hmm. he would kick my butt if I didn't mention him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah, Yeah, I see him in chat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also watch like Jose Mochi. Pro Cthulhu are some of the ones that I watch a lot of. Um, Doku Dell, I know. Free Heathen, he doesn't do um, like plastic model building, but more of like three D modeling. Mm-hmm. Who else? War Duck Miniatures. Kit checker. Uh, and that's just to name a few. So if I did not yeah, yeah. name you, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. No, we don't, we don't need the we don't need to start any controversy here. I was just trying <laughs> to get, you know, like
1: you're gonna get me canceled. No,
0: you're <laughs> fine. It's fine. Built over bot in chat saying she should just check chat for the names for the people. For the
1: people. Yeah, see. yeah. I should just go down the list and
0: <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> to put it another way, are there are there any particular streamers that inspire you or you know you you watch particular and they don't have to necessarily be doing the same thing or but are there other creators on the platform that you're like, "Oh, I love I love, you know, what they do and I want to incorporate similar things or use that inspiration mm-hmm. for your own stuff."
1: So, I feel like my biggest inspiration and they're they're already going to know <laughs> but it's somebody who has helped me since i began gunpla and just plastic model building is um it would be chris pabs he has been so kind and it it wasn't only that he kind of inspired me to push myself more but also just to be in like this community because mm-hmm. he was so welcoming he was always there when i needed like any type of question answered right. so i'm a huge fan of you chris
2: <laughs> um,
1: and oz slander he puts in chat yeah. no like so chris Pabs is really good um also gundamonium works he just does amazing work and i sometimes i look and i'm like i don't even know how he does that it's amazing also i'd have to say freddie was wrong but he doesn't stream too much anymore. We've been pushing him to stream on Twitch. Yeah, I think those are probably like my biggest inspirational, like influences and just for the way that they do things and their knowledge. But I think mostly because like, they've always been super, super nice and like willing to help.
0: Super supportive, Mm -hmm. very helpful.
1: Mm -hmm. Freddie
0: was wrong as saying lies in here. (laughs) Chris, Chris, as you pointed (laughs) out, said
1: slander. As you (laughs) can tell, no chill. (laughs)
0: everyone's saying give freddy freddy a raise in chat
1: <laughs> bob freddy's not getting a raise <laughs> i already know where that's coming from
0: i'm, I'm totally not in on this joke but freddy w- earlier asked what's the best level of the matrix
1: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> i have a, a very big fear that the matrix is real Mm. <laughs> and that we are just all in the matrix so my chat always messes with me and will send me like matrix gifts or something on the side like oh we're in the matrix TikTok or a reddit post <laughs> um <laughs> i i am really terrified to think that we're in a simulation because that's really freaky yeah <laughs> So that's what the whole matrix thing is.
0: I've heard had, you know, I've noticed I noticed the occasional reference to it when I've learned i always <laughs> I always wondered I didn't want to be the one person to ask, but I think, yeah, I get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally scared of the matrix. love the movies. Uh, mm-hmm. my tarantula is actually named Neo. just the thought of being <laughs> in the actual matrix. I want to wake up if so. I want to know.
2: yeah <laughs>
0: How long, how long has that been a, been like a thing in your community? Like since it started?
1: Oh my I It came up when we were talking about time travel, which is a topic you just can't bring up in stream because it <laughs> goes south very fast. <laughs> um, so I'd have to say probably for like a year and a half. It, yeah. it was right around when I watched the Matrix for the first time. So probably like a year and a half.
0: Yeah, I, I've noticed a couple of those references here in chat. I was like, well, I'm gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about this. <laughs> Cause I've I've seen uh I I've seen people people bring that up like in like it on like Reddit and and other forums like that, they're like, "What if we're, oh, we're yeah. in a? What if we're in a simulation? And and what is you know? What if we're basically in in the Matrix? And I didn't realize it was such a fear of yours, though, Meg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. Have you ever read like the stories on Glitch in the Matrix uh, subreddit? It's terrifying. Yeah. It's yeah. like, what if you know we wake up and none of this is real? Like it's all just fabricated and like. Yeah. Then my cats wouldn't be real. And that that's I think what bugs me <laughs> the most <laughs> is my cats wouldn't be real. I don't care, you know, the people around me, okay. But like my cats, Waylon Yutani, and Deckard Kane, if they yeah. weren't real, that would kill me. Mm-hmm. Something
0: something to think about. Does it keep you up at night?
1: Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Especially when chat like <laughs> like hammers on that particular oh,
1: yes. thing. <laughs> like I said, sometimes people will send me like you know um, Instagram DMs or TikToks and stuff, and it's like, what if the Matrix is real? Yeah, and then it gets me thinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're laying awake at night, wondering <laughs> yeah. about it. Wow,
1: just contemplating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know,
0: I'll try yeah. to keep keep my restraint in sending you more of that stuff, but I mean. <laughs>
1: Start I appreciate de- it. I
0: may start DMing you some things. <laughs> Any particularly juicy one, like articles or stories, I'll just start sending your way. Uh, oh man,
1: oh, I'm gonna start staying up later at night now. Like, no,
0: please don't. <laughs> now that you've been you've been uh, doing gunpla and content creation and kind of mixing those two things together, what is that like for you? kind of doing this very unique thing and trying to uh, build a community off of that. How how has that been for you? How, has it seemed challenging kind of doing something in this space or do you find it actually uh, freeing doing something that's not like most things on Twitch?
1: So I think it definitely has like its pros and cons. Like I said earlier, all of this was kind of, a go with the flow thing, it was never really supposed to be like blossom into streaming. I never really had that thought when I began it, but there's days where I feel like I really need to stick to my stream schedule and it can be a little challenging because, you know, sometimes we don't always have the best days and to try and do your best and go on stream. That's what I find it can be challenging sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm having a bad day.
2: Right. Because
1: I do, I like suffer from panic disorder. So not every day is a great day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, but for the most part, I just find it fun. It is my way to socialize and kind of hang out with people, you know, do a little like crafting and building something and kind of taking the ideas that I have in my head and bringing them to life in like the physical realm that is what is so freeing about all of it and getting to share that with everybody. Because at the end of the day, I feel like the reason I do this is not only for like my own benefit to get socialization, but to also make other people smile. Um, And that's kind of my ultimate goal is I just want everyone to kind of like come here and smile and have like a good time because you know, Life isn't always great, and if you could, like, escape the world for a little bit, you know, do yeah. it. Yeah.
0: I like that a lot. I think it's really cool that you use uh, your hobby as, you know, building kits as something that uh, is just a nice, fun thing to do for you, but then you're prioritizing the atmosphere and, and making it fun for people. Uh, to come to your stream I appreciate that I think it's it's cool to hang out in your channel and I, and I definitely uh, recognize that you're you're really all about talking to your community and everyone that's in chat so uh, thank you for for sharing that
1: yeah uh, no yeah I always want to make people feel like comfortable and welcome and Kind of just treat everybody as, like, you know, long-time friends because sometimes you just, you know, you show up, you need somebody to talk to, whether it be about your morning coffee or something your dog did, and you just want to share it, and you can always do that in my chat and always send me cat photos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I, I can assume that you have a whole cat,
1: like, channel
0: in your Discord or something like that, Yeah.
1: I actually don't have a Discord. Oh, you don't? <laughs> I don't. Um, I tried having my own Discord, and yeah. again, not technically savvy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I just found it a little too much, um, and I felt like me having a Discord and trying to juggle that amongst like streaming and stuff and being present in there yeah. wasn't really working. And I'd rather give everybody like you know the best version of me like 110% effort. I just wasn't there enough for discord to really yeah. blossom. Yeah. Um yeah, so I just I hang out on everybody else's discord.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That you know, I think it takes a lot for someone to realize <laughs> like where their where their uh comfort level is, right? Because I think a lot of creators who doing their thing they're like oh I have to have a discord or I have to have this mm-hmm. or that and then like you said it's it's hard to juggle those things or even give the best of you to the community if you're trying to split your focus on so many different avenues of of communication so yeah uh, I, I I admire that there are days yeah. where I'm like it's hard to keep up it's really hard cuz i have a discord and and i sometimes fall behind in terms of like seeing what people are are saying or chatting about and
1: i recently just made a tiktok um mm-hmm. and i made it maybe like 2 months ago <laughs> And I couldn't figure out how to see how people DM me. So <laughs> if I haven't answered your TikTok, I'm not ignoring you. I just I have like a pile of DMs now.
2: <laughs>
1: um, so I guess like learning new social platforms too can be like a little challenging. Oh, yeah. It's just I'd rather kind of focus on one thing and put my all into it versus trying to just spread myself too thin. And I've definitely recognized that's like a weakness of mine. So yeah, I'd rather stick with the stuff that makes me happy and not for the sake of having all socials and discords and things like that. I'd rather just keep it like less stressful.
0: You're definitely ahead of the curve compared to where I was because I think I jumped right into all that and then I had dozens of things that I was trying to manage and then I just wonderfully failed at all of it
2: so
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it gets overwhelming quick like I at one point I did have a discord and I just I couldn't do it I had friends who were helping me and I just said you know what we're We're going to nerf it. (laughs) We're going to get rid of it. (laughs) Yeah. You can find me here.
0: (laughs) You're, yeah, you're around. I think that for me, I, I could have very well waited, but I think I set one up like really early and it probably wasn't as necessary for you when, when you got started doing this whole thing like content creation Mm -hmm. and broadcasting what you do. Is there anything looking back that you do differently or tell yourself to do differently if you had the opportunity to kind of like, you know, rewind the clock here? How would you do it? If uh, knowing what you know now?
1: This is going to sound so corny. I don't think I change a thing because going through all the ups and downs on streaming, there has been some great moments that have just either been hilarious, or I've learned from, and I don't think that I would change it. So far, I've had a pretty good journey. Uh, Maybe the only thing I could say is when I live streamed on Instagram, (laughs) I would not do it in a card shop because random people were like, let's just jump into your live stream. And that's another thing, too, is I also like started on StreamYard and I would have like people on. And it was very it was hard for me to juggle everybody's conversation plus chat. So if I really had to choose one thing. For me, it would have been just stay kind of like solo or, you know, sometimes bring like an, just one other person on um, because it can get confusing fast and just very confuddled yeah. is my word for it.
0: That's definitely good advice because it's already hard to do whatever it is you're doing on stream and then you have a chat yeah. and then like those those things themselves are already complicated and then to add other people into the mix coming into into your stream um definitely it's definitely it's definitely hard
1: yeah it's it's very overwhelming mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty quickly
0: how how do you think your stream content has changed since you started
1: it's always been a hot mess um <laughs> Not even going to lie, it's been a hot mess. (laughs) But I think (laughs) we went from kind of like super simple, um, you know, just like a little layout. And I had a couple emotes. And from there, I would do like a lot of just snap builds um, Mm -hmm. because that's what I was used to. But as I kind of started progressively going throughout like, you know, the months, the years, I started customizing and kind of showing that on stream and then i kind of found my aesthetic too because i actually i started streaming games Mm. a little bit before gunpla or i would mix them more i would say um, because i'm a huge horror fan Mm. um so i play spooky games a lot and so my layout was more geared towards like the paranormal stuff that I like. Hmm. Um, And so now I've kind of like found the aesthetic that I like with my layout and what I'm comfortable with on stream and, you know, kind of like knowing my limits. So Hmm. I'd say progressing is just finding like that comfort zone of mine and being able to show the custom pieces that I want to make.
0: You've been better finding kind of the the things that you want to focus on while streaming to your Mm -hmm. community
1: yeah it definitely kind of went like more of a broad stream where it was more like variety all the time and now I've kind of just cut it down into Mm -hmm. what I want to show and I definitely like found my footing so to speak um over the years of streaming
0: if it wasn't the if it wasn't building on stream what what do you think you would be streaming these days
1: (laughs) definitely probably horror games yeah yeah or (laughs) maybe crappy dating simulator uh sims but i yeah i love horror games a lot and i've actually been thinking about maybe doing like one day a week where we do a horror game because i they're just they're scary yeah
2: (laughs) Yeah. They're
1: really really scary and I I do watch like a lot of paranormal stuff. Um yeah. huge believer yeah. in ghosts, so it's just kind of you know, it's like another side to my personality and yeah. stuff. So I'd like to sometimes share that and it might be a thing we bring back like once in a while. Yeah.
0: Would you go as far as introducing ways for your community to scare you while you're playing those games.
1: (laughs) I have those and it was awful.
0: (laughs) So no worst
1: decision. (laughs)
2: So I
1: do have scare sound alerts still on my stream. Um and there's a couple people who will use them so so many times during the stream to try and get me why I'm like focusing in on something like hand painting. (laughs) oh my god and then they'll like do the scare um sound bite and i'm like oh my goodness (laughs) so yes that is a thing that we like i've definitely had in my stream and probably will continue to have um i find it fun so good (laughs) and i get scared easily
2: (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) so So jump scares jump scares get you
1: all the time oh man all the time
0: yeah, you know now. Now feels like a really good time to do a lot of that because I feel like it's just grown. Like the, that genre of games has grown so widely over the last couple of years, and mm-hmm. across Twitch, it's really easy to to do that sort of thing now. So I feel like like if scary or or like horror games was something that someone would do as a niche uh, on Twitch, especially it was not rare, but it wasn't very as common as it is now. So I feel, I feel like you would be able to really just kind of slide right into that, that whole category of games and and see some, some fun and success
1: in it. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it was definitely something that when I first started Twitch, it was not, like a big deal to play horror games um yeah. and i remember like playing phasmophobia when it first came out and then i discovered people started streaming it on twitch like, this oh, is yeah. oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> scary games scary
0: <laughs> yeah i love it i would love to see you do horror streams in general so either way i i would love to see it so let me let me know i'll be i'll be <laughs> watching i'll keep an eye out for that <laughs>
1: Yeah, definitely going to probably incorporate them a little bit more.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, you, you've been at this for a while. You, you've you gotten comfortable with where you're at for uh, your content in your community. It sounds like you you have a very uh, solid idea of, of who you are as a streamer and where, what you want to do. Where do you want to take it? going forward what 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 are your hopes or goals for your twitch channel and your your community
1: so i'm kind of just more like winging it on everything you know if say partner ever happens it happens but um it's not something that I'd ever want to do say like full time or anything, because to me it would start taking the joy out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, kind of where I have my stream now is where I really, really love it. I would want to grow it a bit more. Mm -hmm. um, And that's just for the sake of like having the charity events that I do, um, you know, Mm -hmm. and kind of getting more coverage on that specifically. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, if for some weird reason we ever were to be partnered, um, I would probably take a lot of those proceeds and put them away towards um, building like my own cat rescue, which is a huge dream of mine. Um, Totally not exuding crazy cat mom vibes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I've only mentioned them like 10 or 11 times, (laughs) Um, but that's kind of one of my dreams is I would want to put it towards like a, a house big enough to house cats and take Mm -hmm. them off the streets because there's like just way too many that are you know without homes so
0: that's awesome and you mentioned um charity i believe you have a charity event coming up do you want to talk about that a little bit
1: i do yeah um so every year this is the third year we're doing it um i run a Birthday charity event, and it is to um, benefit Cats in Needs Diamond Bar. That's where my boys came from and where I rescued them. And last year, you know, we did a 12 hour stream. It's going to be the same this year. We have a ton more prizes this year. Um, and we also have something very, very special. I can't like give away too much, but there might be a Major Tom sticker and oh, proceeds oh. might go to the um the cat charity for an entire week if you buy from usa gundam store but there is um there's more on that to come so (laughs) oh that's
0: that's exciting
1: do you have like uh, do you
0: have like a um like a time like a range of when that's gonna go on
1: yeah, it'll be April 1st through the 8th. Great. And then I am going to be streaming the actual charity event on the 8th. And my goal is $5,000. Uh, Last year we did 4400 Um, And USA Gundam Store did match 2000 of that. So I'm oh, cool. really hoping that we do five grand this year for the best.
0: That's exciting. So in April, keep an eye yes. out, folks, for that. That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, and I'll I'll post more about it. Um, we're just working on like the graphics and fine tuning the details and like our raffle prize list and whatnot.
0: That's exciting, and you know, I love how you you know you're you're picking something that supports a cause you're passionate about, as well as uh, tapping into incentives that uh, also are linked to your actual like everyday content. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And you said this will be the third year that you've done. Yeah, this
1: is the third year that we've done it. Um, And each year just kind of gets bigger and bigger. The prize list gets bigger. Um, And this year we have some really good ones too. And it's, it's really just awesome. Um, I think it's also like really nice too, because, you know, my partner store USA, and then also my sponsor store Kraken Ichiban both are putting in really good prizes and then um members of TGG or those Gundam guys um they also are donating a bunch of prizes so that's really cool so we're going to have some of our merch uh which is like our um TGG and SCGMC t-shirts as well that are going to be in that prize pool so
0: yeah that sounds like a cool event i can't wait to check it out this uh next time it comes around and uh that's awesome so everyone keep keep an ear out for those upcoming uh promotions and this this cool event so there was a there was a question from arc fox regarding uh Ooh. your preferences on on buildings so uh scratch building parts or kit bashing what's your preference if any when it comes to customizing a kit
1: so i feel like i don't really have i guess like a a favorite mm-hmm. um I do a little bit of both uh, mainly when I'm quote unquote, like kit bashing, I use detail parts that you can buy. So like I specifically use a lot of the Apex ones, which is USA's like um, their own brand. Mm-hmm. But Kotobukiya, things like that, they all sell like little detail parts. Um, so Major Tom actually has a lot of those detail parts in there that are the Apex versions. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're anything from like where they're cable connectors and things like that. but. There are certain things that I need to scratch build and I enjoy scratch building. Uh, I think the biggest example would be major Tom because the faceplate was always meant to be pushed in. And I had to create a track to pull, like, scratch build the track and then get a little part that would like fit into the rectangle. Yeah. And it had to be just a hair tinier than everything else. Um, right. so that it would like slide perfectly and then have a stopper on it. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a preference on it, but yeah, there is definitely, I feel like drawbacks when you use say like detailed parts, um, whereas you can get like a better customization and what you exactly need when you just build it yourself.
0: Do you have any thoughts on what it takes what it takes to stream either of those? Like how do you feel when you're when you're trying to do all of that live in front of like <laughs> people on Twitch?
1: It can be hard and also very frustrating. <laughs> trying to trying to focus and and do it at the same time as talking to other people you you just really you don't get a lot done usually so if i'm really focused I do sometimes stop talking and then I'll notice and I'm like, I'll look back up and I'll be like, okay, (laughs) let's get back to talking. Um, And this can wait, but there's also a lot of, in my opinion, I feel like people probably find some of it, uninteresting content because there's a lot of, you know, taking piece A and taking piece B, C, D and seeing what fits best or going back, especially like if you're scratch building, a lot of it is sanding. Um, And like I'll make jokes all the time. Like we're doing a sanding (laughs) ASMR, um, you know, video today, but that's what can be hard when you get into more like customizing and scratch building is sanding which is the bane of my existence (laughs) um and seeing what fits what works and what doesn't so sometimes you won't have a lot of progress and you're just happy that you found one piece that
0: works right there's the trial and error or trying to make something work the way you want it to and then a lot of problem solving Mm -hmm. over that time while having a chat sitting there talking and watching (laughs)
1: yes and then trying to do math to make everything to scale right
0: goes out the yeah. right <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah I think I cried on stream once because really? I was so frustrated trying to do math and yeah. I was like I just I can't I can't do this so I was like it's gonna be <laughs> to scale as best as my eyes can tell
0: yeah that's Yeah, I I think you're far braver than I am because I don't think I would even want to attempt that. So that that's um, that's definitely what I would expect in terms of like being very difficult to try to do in real time in front of a, a Twitch chat, because like not not that things can go wrong per se, but it's more like, okay, how do I how do I deal with this one thing that. Mm-hmm. Has just come up, and then you're you're in problem solving mode, and then you know, like Chris in chat said, get used to not getting a lot done, <laughs> right? You're just you're
1: just. It's true.
0: Yeah, that's uh, yeah definitely something interesting about
1: that aspect of of the of of your content. So, yeah. yeah. It can be hard to, especially when like you yourself, you know that you're struggling a bit or you need help. Um, uh-huh. You don't know how to go about something. Like I've definitely had moments like that and kind of where I get a little flustered and I'm like... <sighs> Yeah. (sighs) But at the end of the day, the reality is if you want to do customizations, that's how it is. So I'd rather people watch my mistakes. And if they have like an opportunity to like learn from that or, you know, they can see like it's okay if we mess up, because a lot of the times, you know, you'll see the before and then the end product on like Instagram and things like that you don't see all those little like mistakes that were made or how many times you may have stripped the paint on something um you know for instance I had to do that with Major Tom twice um and everything was full put together and I couldn't get alcohol to strip it on the inside so that had to be masked off and then hand sanded it was a whole thing yeah but i feel like the more we can kind of show the things that failed and the little mistakes that we made um that's why i keep that all in stream even when it can be frustrating you know
0: yeah that's awesome to get that look at the process i think that's really valuable for Especially those who are not as experienced with that that aspect of it, and uh, that's really cool that you you just do it, you just do it on stream. So I <laughs> huge huge uh, kudos to you for doing
2: that. That's really awesome. <laughs> Thanks.
0: You know, you've been at this for a while. You've been doing you've been doing this uh, for. For some years now, is there anything you would tell someone who is trying to like get into the streaming space or wanting to build content uh in general or even specifically some like around gunpla or something like it? What would you tell them?
1: Yeah, so it's funny because I've actually a couple people have asked me this Mm -hmm. week like where they should start. My best advice is pick something that you love, whether it be gunpla, Lego games you know um, beads it could be anything just pick what you love Uh and be yourself because even when I first started I kind of and this is back on like Instagram and stuff I kind of found myself watching what I said because I have no filter sometimes and things (laughs) can get yeah, really 18 plus real real quickly with <laughs> yeah. certain things. Yeah. And I just found that it was so uncomfortable for me to hold back
2: yeah who
1: I was as a person that I say put yourself out there, be yourself because you can kind of tell when people aren't being themselves and genuine while streaming. So I think that that's my two biggest pieces of advice is yeah. be yourself. Also, wing it. <laughs> um, just wing it till you make it, man. Yeah. Um, and you don't do something that you love. And I think that that way, it doesn't matter. Say how successful as a streamer you become because mm-hmm. you're you're doing something that you love, and yeah. people are gonna notice that.
0: That also answers my next question because I was going to ask <laughs> you what What do you think? What do you think makes a successful stream?
1: Uh, You know, add some humor in there. A pinch of dark humor is always nice. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, two to three people that want to make your chat chaotic. I think that's what makes a perfect stream. And cats, (laughs) you know, when people's animals come on to stream. Things like that.
0: It's really cool to to have you on here. I'm really glad that we got to talk about what you do. Uh, And, you know, you got your charity stream coming up. I love what you do. I love your community. You guys are awesome over there. Keep doing what you're doing. The fact that you have this cool uh no chill community that just does whatever the hell they want over there <laughs> i I just I love it, and the fact that you build these kits on stream and that you you get to inform people about them just thank you for doing that and like i said earlier it's such a rare thing to find on twitch that i appreciate what you're doing and it's my hope that it continues to grow alongside you this this hobby on 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 specifically this platform because i know uh Mm -hmm. how hard it is to see other creators that do this it's hard to find them. So, uh I just want to thank you for your work and what you do and keep doing what you're doing.
1: Oh, and thank you. I appreciate you so much for, you know, bringing me on here. Um this this is actually a lot of fun and I love to talk about, <laughs> yeah. you know, the hobby and stuff. So, Yeah. Yeah. You well,
0: know, you know, you can come back anytime. We can cover as much of of this as you want to, I try not to take up a lot of time of the guests. But you're always welcome to come back, uh, and and we can always discuss uh, anything, not just gunpla, but whatever you like, or just content creation, or anything. I love doing this. I love getting to getting to know all all of, all of you who come on here. We have a tradition on the show, uh, where I try to give uh, the guests, the final moments of the stream to close it out. So I'm going to give you a second to think about that. Uh, while I tell everyone who is watching and or listening to go, go follow Meg, all the links, uh, are in the notes here. Uh, if you're watching, this as a podcast or YouTube video. Uh, there'll be a charity stream coming up. If you want to learn more about building model kits or Gunpla or anything like that, check out Meg's channel. And thank you. Uh, Thank you for joining me on this stream.
1: Yeah, no, thank you for having me. (laughs) And um, (laughs) all I have to say is thanks, everybody. And yeah, I mean, that's all I got. Thanks for showing (laughs) up and being being interested in all of this. Of
2: course. I'm glad to catch you guys
1: hopefully around.